All right, here we go. Wednesday, another edition of Weatherwise, the podcast here from the meteorologist at WMDT. I am Chief Meteorologist Rich Borzik this week with meteorologist Jake Grant. And uh, Jake, back from a couple well-deserved days off. Uh, it looks like you're refreshed. Although probably yeah. trying a little jet lag, a little time it's lag, a, right? Uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> snap back to reality, if you will. Uh, oh, that a, feeling when you go from yeah. awesomeness to, you know, it's awesome here, but not as awesome as where you were, right? Yeah, we were playing a little bit of Eminem this morning, uh, a little bit of my, my intro music for this morning. Had oh, to, okay. had to, well, I was kind of on one. Uh, gotcha. You know, the no <laughs> sleep and the coffee just kind of bouncing off the walls. You know, I'm not typically bouncing off the walls, but this morning I was... You were all over it. I was flying. I was on... Don't think my energy was a problem this morning at all. I was probably on cloud nine compared to everyone else here. Uh, when did you, Where did you get back from? I uh, flew into Delaware, so, you know, just came, drove back down last night through okay. some of the thick fog and... Uh, Made it back here around one o'clock, and then I just came right here. Came right I in. Got a, I got a hoagie <laughs> from Hoagie Fest, and then I just came <laughs> right on in. Hoagie. <laughs> a hoagie from Hoagie Fest. That's a hoagie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> a hoagie and a couple lattes later, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. short week, though. It's, it's kept, no, yeah. I got to work Saturday. Oh, that's right. You got to work. Sorry. Yeah, so, so, man, I'm the you're like purveyor the third, of bad news Yeah, here. you're like the third person to say that yeah, to me. Sorry, so, man. But, Thanks. <laughs> Saturday will at least be quiet. You know, we've got quiet weather oh, going man. in there, so you'd be on autopilot. Oh, but yeah. you, uh, where were you at? You were in, uh, tell everybody you're at, you're at the beach, right? Yes, Charleston, South Carolina. I went down there. Um, That's a cool spot, yeah, man. Me and uh, my girlfriend, we went down for the weekend. It was really nice. Uh, nice little getaway. Uh, nice to hang out down there. And uh, see King Street, biked around the whole island it was really cool uh definitely a different vibe walkable city it's really nice yeah something different than um especially what we see up here not a lot of walkable cities some places i want to be but that's truly one of those places that you can walk everywhere um got to see like the king street market and that was really cool um yeah we went to folly beach too. found like an eagles bar down there as well like a very it was like eagle centric bar it was really cool um, oh so, man! Yeah, it was, it was just weird. Like I didn't think that would be a thing in South, like just somewhere in South Carolina. Sure enough, uh, saw that, and then you know, obviously, I got a little bit of sun, got a little bit of burn going on, uh, feeling it today. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. The remnants King, of the vacation. Yeah, and King Street was cool. Rainbow Road was really nice, and you know, definitely the spot I recommend. And flying out of Delaware was really nice, cheap, cheap as well. It's a good experience. But. That's 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 great, and you were able to do it in just a couple of days. So yeah, there you go, Jake, uh, travel advisor there. Just yeah, to get out of town it's, for it's a little my bit. Side new side gig. I'll well, you were talking about flying out of Wilmington. Um, yeah, that the uh, low budget airline that's in there now. That was that was effective for you. Yeah, Vela, that was really good. I liked it better than Frontier. I've flown Frontier. I liked it a lot. Um, Nice big plane. They fly right into Little Wilmington Airport, right over uh, Delaware Memorial Bridge. Uh, wow, that's it's great. A real tight landing. It's really kind of gets you on the edge of your seat a little bit. A little bit of a thrill on the landing. But, a little uh, fun. Li- yeah, yeah, a little minutes fun. of fun. You know, yeah, they they fly Air Force One in there. It's okay. They, they can fit. Then they you know it's all that. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a good option there. Instead of BWI or, and yes. the, I'm talking to folks here in Delmarva, instead of BWI or the Philly Airport. You've got this option yep. in northern Delaware now. Yeah, and it's got a lot of good spots now. You can go to Puerto Rico, all the Florida spots, uh, anywhere oh, that's in really the Carolinas. Cool. Yeah, they've been adding. Uh, it seems like it's doing well, so hopefully it sticks around on, like, Frontier last time. So that would be nice, nice little uh, 
weekend getaway. Got to keep it in the keep it in the stash for, for some future getaways. Yeah, hopefully, I'll keep that mind once too. I get those vacation days. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, plan it out a little bit further, but yeah. Well, you didn't miss a whole lot up here. I mean, we did have some uh, rain over the weekend. A few places in Delaware got hit with uh, two, three, and in some cases upwards of five inches of rain locally, of course, with some storms that were slow moving. Um, speaking of Delaware, and you, you probably know this coming back um, or when you landed, it, you heard about this. We had uh, a small tornado touchdown in Dagsboro, just kind of you know, came, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but we weren't expecting severe weather on Monday afternoon. We had scattered thunderstorms. I think this is a good lesson as to why anytime there's a severe thunderstorm warning, which we did have in place for mm. eastern Sussex County, uh, there is always that risk that a brief tornado could develop. And in fact, this the severe thunderstorm warning had a tag on it, a tornado tag, because you're looking at the radar, and I don't know if you got a chance to see back at the, some of the images there around 3 o'clock in the afternoon just before it, you know, the radar showed just a really well-defined hook echo for maybe about 10 or 15 minutes. And um, a little bit of velocity data showing a couplet indicating where there was rotation. And it didn't last for very long. The Weather Service saw that, put that tornado tag in the severe thunderstorm warning. Then we started getting reports of some damage. And uh, thankfully, no one was hurt. It wasn't anything major, but a lot of trees were uprooted and some minor structural damage right around that Dagsboro, the northeastern corner of Dagsboro, Piney uh, Neck Road, I believe Adams Road, um, Bunting Road, those areas there, people are familiar with that area. But we got a visual, actually, of a picture from somebody in Oak Orchard that was able to see the funnel across the Indian River. I mm -hmm. thought that was a pretty cool vantage point. I posted that on my uh, Facebook page uh, if you want to go ahead and check that out. But uh, we are covering that today. I think the Weather Service, we're recording this on a Tuesday, will be getting a final determination Tuesday afternoon. So if you're hearing this, by that time, we should have on our socials the actual details uh, from the storm, or, uh, the storm survey from the National Weather Service about the uh, small tornado in Dagsboro. But Jake, I mean, you'd agree uh, on a day like that, we typically don't look for severe weather, but we get these small, you know, micro boundaries, mm -hmm. the sea breeze is moving in, and you could just get the right amount of mixture at the low levels of wind shear, and you can get a quick brief spin-up tornado. Yeah, and of course, uh, I was on vacation, but I, I did see that come across my phone. So, you know, I did take a look <laughs> at it because I was not expecting that yeah. at all, like you said, because it had been quiet. And then obviously, like you said, any thunder, severe thunderstorm warning has the capabilities of producing something like that, especially here on Delmarva with all the micro climates we have going on, and especially with the sea breeze uh, this time of year, a little bit stronger, starting to pick up a little bit more of a gradient um, as the hurricane is approaching. Obviously, we're not totally in there, but we're getting a little bit of the outer winds plus uh, shifting with our front. So that maybe helps spin up a few more uh, things, help create a little bit more of a gradient uh, along the water and the land. But just especially here with the water, the peninsula, you just have so much micro stuff that even a severe thunderstorm like that, where it doesn't look like anything, if you get just the right location in the smallest little minute little tiniest thing can just spin one up for really quick and like you said it didn't look like there was any uh, damage or there was some damage but not any uh, life um, loss or anything terrible uh, like that so looks like we scaved off that aspect but it's a good lesson in being prepared for severe thunderstorm warning and do, are taking it seriously compared to you know brushing it off and just thinking it's not going to be a big deal when in reality when the have when they have these tags on these storms it, there's a re good reason for it and especially here where we aren't really uh 
bound to the textbook rules of tornado formation, like the Midwest, it's a little bit different right. out here. Right, that's a really good point to make too. Um, you know, in the Midwest, some of these, these monster supercells, which we did have a Midwest type supercell with the tornado that struck Bridgeville back in the spring. Those are uncommon here, very uncommon. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a little harder to be prepared for these tornadic events, albeit they are smaller and weaker tornadoes, but uh, you can just have a few minutes where a storm briefly spins up a tornado like that. And important to look, and those of you who are weather enthusiasts listening to us, you can use this throughout the country. Anytime the Weather Service issues a severe thunderstorm warning, you can go to the bottom of that warning, however you get your warnings, the text that come through, whether it's radar scope or you're looking just on the Weather Service site, but the actual text warning, if you go to the bottom, we, we, we're calling it a tornado tag. They have a little tag at the end that tells you what the expected hail size is gonna be, expected wind, uh, wind damage uh, capabilities, and then if there is a possibility of a tornado, we'll say tornado possible or tornado radar indicated, uh, if it was a tornado warning at that point. But on a severe thunderstorm warning, it will have at the bottom tornado possible if they think that storm is basically one step away from producing one and to the point where they can't issue a warning yet because it's not to that warning threshold. So just something to think about, just a little tidbit of the information for the enthusiasts. If you look at the bottom of these warnings, you can see those tags on them. But, um, you know, keeping an eye on Hurricane Lee, kind of switching focus here to the tropics, thankful to be able to say Lee's not going to make a direct impact at all to the mid-Atlantic, although New England looks like it's going to be in play potentially here. We're, again, recording this on a Tuesday. This track has been shifting a little bit. The storm's been slowing down. But, uh, Jake, we talked about the potential impacts here. We've got the rip current issues. Once again, we had that before last weekend, and unfortunately, we had some loss of life in New Jersey. Uh, so this is, this is legitimate, you know, concerning stuff. I don't think it helps the fact that when we have these high rip currents, the weather couldn't be any better. Mm. You have beautiful sunshine, comfortable temperatures, humidity's down, makes everybody want to be outside, hang out at the beach, but then there's that danger there. But just taking a look at it, I know this morning you were tracking uh, Lee, uh, watching the uh, hurricane updates, um, you know, your thoughts on that. I know it's going to help us uh, at least guide us into more of a northerly flow that's going to drop our temperatures and drop our humidity, a nice little early taste of fall. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to be feeling a lot more like fall later on. This is kind of going to be one of our last days, hopefully, with this little bit of humidity and stuff. But uh, thanks to Lee in the sense, it is going to help maybe usher in that uh, very significant change pretty quickly. Just when you get that low pressure uh, system with something with a mid 900 millibars, we're talking atmospheric pressure here compared to the high pressure just on the other side. You're going to get that gradient, helps get the winds kicking up a little bit more, get the air flowing, helps drops the humidity, switch the winds out of the north, uh, northwesterly flow, like you mentioned, help cool things down a lot quicker and really bottom us out uh, with those dew points, and that'll help really knock us down overnight into the 50s in some spots and getting that fall feel. And, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be feeling mm. very nice. But like you <laughs> mentioned, with the rip currents, it's going to be feeling very nice, but our water temperatures are still lingering I, I was shocked when I came in this morning uh, seeing them still in the 80s almost for the Atlantic this time of year. Very uh, warm, hovering in the upper 70s and 80s. And like you mentioned, it's going to feel very nice in the water. Air temperatures are down. It's almost going to feel warmer in the water than it is in the air in some spots come the weekend. But uh, the dangerous rip current threat is always going to be there when you have a storm of this magnitude. It is losing some of its power, but 
regardless, when you have something out there churning up the waters, it's going to create significant rip currents. We've already seen that already from Franklin and Edalia as well, and that lingered even when the storm moved offshore a couple thousand miles. We still had those rip current risks, like you mentioned, that caused some lives up in Jersey. Um, so it's definitely something we got to keep an eye on because it is subject to change. A lot of stuff can still happen, but it doesn't look like we'll be seeing a direct impact um, with the storm landfall-wise. But we'll get a little bit of wind and uh, rip current risk from what I've been seeing, unless something drastic were to happen. I emphasize that enough. I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's a 95% chance we'll be steering it off uh, from any direct impacts with a landfall. And the higher up it goes in the latitudes there, the better chance that this thing is going to accelerate in that direction. I know yeah. it's slowing down. That, that's the worry is the fact that it's slowing down, that uh, it could slip under a trough. But it looks like that that's not going to be the case going forward here. So, um, you know, it remains to be seen. It's all about luck. I think we mentioned this before in the podcast, really just where the storm is, a tropical storm versus tropical cyclone versus troughs coming in off the East Coast. And Here's another example. We've got one swinging through and it's doing a good job and it's being held up a little bit, but it's doing a good job kind of steering Lee and keeping it out to sea, kind of buffering us, uh, helping us out here. And eventually we're going to get into that beautiful weather in behind the cold front. And, you know, just before we started recording, I'll leave on this last note. Eric Alpha in the studio is taking a look at the fall foliage report and showed us the first map of just a little bit, just a little bit of uh, indication of some leaves turning colors in upstate New York and some areas up toward New England. For you fall lovers out there, I thought I'd just throw that in there. Um, I like fall, but I'm a big summer fan. I wish the mm. beach season could last, you know, a couple months longer. But kind of getting excited, too, about the cool air and, the, and some of these uh, uh, nice nights going forward. And as the fall foliage uh, increases, we'll talk about that more on here, some of the best places to go. And, Jake, we'll probably check in with you since you are a northern Delaware native. I tend to get a little more color earlier in the season on Delmarva up from where you're from. So uh, we'll probably get your thoughts on that as yeah, we go forward. Yeah, uh, for sure. My backyard uh, at home where I grew up, uh, we live right behind woods. I'm well familiar with all the leaves falling and uh, kind of just hanging out, messing things up in the backyard. Yeah, I imagine. Having <laughs> to go rake them. Uh, Asked to rake them. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll asked. go with that. I, Nicely I think you and I asked. have similar childhoods because, I, you know, being on the other side of the bay uh, in the D.C. area, you know, the same idea. The, yeah. the, the, leaf, the, the leaf amounts uh, were, you know, out of control. I backed up to some woods, too. So. Very politely asked by my father yeah. to rake very politely. Yeah, we had to do those chores. It made us stronger. Can't, yeah. emphasize, can't emphasize that enough, how yeah. nicely I was asked to do <laughs> that. Like, Please do this for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're, exactly. Uh, I don't even think about raking leaves. Thankfully, we've got a little bit of time before yeah. that happens. So I'll leave it on that note. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again for downloading. And, of course, uh, we do this every week. If this is the first time, listen, uh, you can always get the latest information on weather here in Delmarva. We talk a little more in depth about it. We go beyond the forecast. Also talk regional and worldwide weather, too, uh, anytime we have any big weather stories breaking. But, uh, again, thank you for downloading, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday. This is Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik with Meteorologist Jake Grant this week for another edition of WeatherWise the podcast from the meteorologist at WMDT.